I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are listening to the Load Management Podcast. Why? I don't know. What's going on, everybody? Brand new episode of the Load Management Podcast. It's your man, Chops, here in New York City. Just being new and noteworthy, uh, as they say. The Load Management Podcast. Uh, very special episode today. Adam's out in LA. Zion is in parts unknown. Adam, as a Jets fan, how excited were you to talk with today's guest, Le'Veon Bell, all-pro running back of the New York Jets? You mean the star running back of the, of the New York Jets? Yeah, it was very cool to have Le'Veon come through. We've done a few things with him over the years at Complex, but man, he always brings the energy. He's a lot of fun. And this interview, I think you guys will really enjoy because, again, he's a lot of fun to talk to. Music. Jet stuff, NFL stuff. He gets real honest and just continues to bring the energy. So yeah, it's this is we've got another heater for you. Yeah, we have Zion clowning about his rap taste again. That's always fun to do. Always. Oh my goodness. Oh look, Zion's there. <laughs> oh, he's there. Yeah. Oh, hello, oh, Zion. Goodness. Adam. Yeah. Adam was a groupie, groupie, groupie the, Jets fan. Fake, fake news. You you try to make it a Giants podcast for some reason, trying nah, to stir shit up. Him, yeah. There's still the big blue still runs New York. Well, we're going to see. Le'Veon did We'll, not we'll make agree. a side bet about which team ends up with more wins this season. But, yeah, that's beside right. the point. Le- Le'Veon, Le'Veon brought it. He was awesome. He's always cool to talk to. And uh, we're big fans of him here at Complex Sports. Yeah, definitely. So let's get into Le'Veon Bell interview. After that, me and Adam dive into some of the NBA return rumors. And he thinks it's weird that I like to go to Disneyland as an adult with no kids. Let's get to it. What's going on, everybody? It's your man, Shop. Brand new episode of Load Management Podcast. We have a very special guest this week. Le'Veon Bell is joining us live from quarantine. Le'Veon, what's going on, man? What's good with it? Thanks for having me, brother. Well, thank you uh, for Chop, you forgot you forgot to mention of the New York Jets. We have the New York Jets star running back, Le'Veon sure. Bell, because Le'Veon yes. and I am a Jets fan. So, you know, yeah, happy to, to have one of the own on the pod. Get out of here. Yes, uh, my, my bad. Yes, we do have a Jets fan, and... Jet star running back Le'Veon Bell joining us. Uh, Le'Veon, just started off. Walk us through your quarantine and kind of what you're doing. I know you're obviously dropping music. You game a lot. Uh, you're a parent, so you got that going on. Uh, just walk us through, like, uh, you know, like, how's that been going for you? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much hit just about everything I've been doing. I mean, for real, um, a lot of family time, um, not leaving the house too much. The only time I really leave the house you know, either to go work out or, you know, to go to the studio. You know, that's like literally only reason I really leave the house. Maybe go get some food every now and then, but you know, that's it. Um, obviously, you, you touched on the gaming. Um, I really only been playing two games lately, but um, I've been on the game. Huh? What you been playing? You got to tell us. Um, well, I mean, I'm heavy into Super Smash Brothers now, so it's like. Okay. But I was, <laughs> I, when the Warzone first got uh, started uh, with Call of Duty, I was on that. I played that. I played. I played two Warzone games. I got two dubs, and I quit. So I'm like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm straight." I, even though I lowkey got carried, but still. So, um, but I've been on the Smash Brothers and playing that. Um, you know, in workouts, you know, obviously, um, just doing what I can with the workouts uh, we have out here. Our facility is just now starting to get open, so um, we're starting to have more people come in now. But before, um, I, I had to do just stuff around the house. Like I had to go and work out in the pool and. Do push-ups and just old-fashioned workouts. You know what I'm saying? But you're like the rest of us for a little while, right? You said what about restaurants? No, I'm saying you were like the rest of us. Like you couldn't actually go to gym. You had to just bang out the yeah. push-ups in your place. Like you were just like a regular right. human being for a while. Just normal. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I enjoyed it. You know, I'm just, just, just not really having to worry too much about like, oh, I gotta like. You know I say it was a good time for me to kind of just reflect, sit back, enjoy my time with my family. You know, and really with my friends and people that's really close to me, just enjoy my time, really focus on, you know, little things like make music, you know, um, and, and play a video game. Just little other little things that I love to do. So 
Let me ask you about Warzone because you said you played, you went 2-0 and quit. Odell Beckham Jr. plays Warzone every single day based on his IG story. <laughs> are you are you th- are you on Odell's level? Because he's saying he's the best. I never seen him play, so I don't know. I mean, I, I'm a great call. I'm a great gamer. Period. So I mean, any game that I pick up and, <laughs> and play, I'm gonna be good at it. So you know, just it, I mean, that's me be honest too, for real. You play the sports like I, games because because Young Zion down here says he's pretty good at 2K, all the MLB games, FIFA, I'm the best every sports 2K game. So all time. Hey, I, I, I won't lie to you. I, I know somebody who won't be who won't lose in 2K. So bro, I, I don't play 2K because I can't beat them. So I just feel like. If send I can't me, beat him with 2K, I don't know nobody. So, like, I ain't about to play 2K. Send me the name, bro. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, dead, I'm dead serious. Don't play. Don't play because I have to play you. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. Set it up. Set it up. Yes. Let's, let's get some content going. Set it up. I, I haven't played you. I, I like, I ain't. Uh, my my dude, dude, he, he shoot all, all my videos, my music videos, okay. my camera guy. So, he, he good in two, two, uh, 2K. All right. Let's set, set it, it up, up and put it on the complex Twitch. That'd be fun, though. Yeah, that'd let's, be fun, right? Let's do it. I mean, Zion be talking a lot of trash. He beats all the all the bad complex employees who are bad at UK, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm that's, the best." It's like it's like dog. Hey, he get it done though. Hey, so that's, that's how he feels too. I'm a legend, bro. I'm Let me legend. Super Smash Bros. seems random for 2020. It's probably not, and I'm sure a lot of people play. But where did that come from? All right, honestly, that's a game I've been playing my whole life. So that's a that's been a. A game that came on like the Nintendo 64. Yeah, so I've been playing since I was it's a like old school. Yeah. So all right, this is how I really became big. So um the guy, uh, his name is Xbox. Like he's a pro gamer, or whatever. And um I, I low key was just playing um just online games or whatever, you know. And I was having talking to my friends, or whatever. And just kind of came up like, bro, you good in Smash, bro? You should like host a tournament. You know what I'm saying? Like even though at this point I wasn't as good as I am now, but like. Mm-hmm. In my head, I was thinking like, oh, I probably should host a tournament. You know what I'm saying? Like, that'd be dope. You know what I'm saying? That'd be dope to do. So, before I announced I wanted to host a tournament stuff, I just start practicing, like, start playing it real good. You know what I'm saying? Making sure I was on a level at least to be able to compete. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, that's really how I got into it. And I just love this game. Like, I mean, I always loved it, but like, I think just more. I think the other game where like he games and you know esports and people just reaching out and really appreciating and the opening arms. I think it hit me different, so I, I accept it a little more. You know what I'm saying? But I always been into the game of Smash. It's a classic. That's yeah. good, you know, it is a classic. That is very true. Le'Veon, on your music, if we were to do a versus battle, NFL rappers versus NBA rappers, for one, who are you picking to be on your side, and who's taking it home? Who am I picking to be on my side for what? Like what you if mean? we did, a, you know, the versus battles like Swizz and Tim been getting everybody to go one on one. These hit for hit battles on IG. Okay. If you were to pick, make a team, only NFL rappers to go against the NBA rappers, who are you picking and who's winning? Oh, shit. Or you could just pick yourself. You could go up against oh, the NBA pick, yourself. Yeah, pick, I mean, I'll I, I, I I put myself up against anybody. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's being honest. I mean, obviously, I know uh, Damian Lillard obviously is huge on the NBA side of it. You know what I'm saying? I think he's kind of like the face of the music NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you got other people who, you know, Victor Oladipo, I know he makes music. And there's other people who make music in the NBA that I respect and I listen to. But obviously, I think Damian Lillard kind of hold that crown for the NBA. Mm-hmm. I'm like the NFL crown. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but I respect everybody's music. I like listening to music, period. So, I'm always, if, if anybody want to do hip-hop battle, we can do that or play music or whatever. I'm always able to do that. Before. So, you're saying one-on-one, you can take <laughs> Damian Lillard in a rap battle. You say, could I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's confident. It ain't no surprise. Wait. Have you noticed that more and more NBA players during quarantine are rapping right now? But we haven't yeah, seen yeah. that trick. We haven't. Aaron Gordon's making D-Way diss songs. Andre Drummond's <laughs> I rapping. That, I, I seen that. That wasn't even that bad. But I seen that. I, I, like it was actually pretty good for real. I mean, it, like it just surprised yeah. me because like it just surprised because like when you just see like I don't know. I feel like me personally. It is. I try when I make music. I try to like not give off the image like that I'm a football player. So if somebody mm-hmm. like look at me, who don't know me as a running back, and they like, Dude, oh, is music good or a song good? He looks like a rapper. Like it looks normal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like a lot of guys when they do it don't look normal. Like they still like basketball <laughs> players, or, like football players. And that's why I try not to do it. Well, how many six ten guys you see rapping I, anyway? I was about I'm to say it's harder for you. You're sixteen. That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> 
That's exactly how I do that. It's like it's hard to do that when you like six ten and like lanky. You know, say you dunking on people like. <laughs> see, with football, it's like my face kind of hid a little bit. So but you gotta like really be like in tune and know my face. I feel like right. So Aaron, yes. yeah, definitely. Aaron Gordon made a diss song about the dunk contest. What would drive you to make a diss song on the football? Like, what kind of football play? Did you you ain't hear Shrimp Bayless? I did. No, we, oh, we know. Yeah, we know. We, know. we know. We know. There you go. It was like that. <laughs> Just like that. And, and that was the cra- it was the crazy how that came about. That was so crazy. Walk how us through it. Walk us through it. All right. So I mean, basically, <laughs> this was like when I was younger in my in my career. <laughs> when I was younger in my career, like I used to watch like uh like First Take and like Undisputed and stuff like that. And really like take stuff personal that they were saying about me, you know what I'm saying? Um, it was like it always seemed like him, you know what I'm saying? He was a guy who always kind of talked bad about me, never really credited me for all the things I did well. But if there was something that I didn't do so good or I made that, you know, falter that he kind of like hypes it, you know what I'm saying? So the a producer, um, he had sent me a beat, his name Charm, whatever, he sent me a beat. Um, and it just had the shrimp bayless, like, you know, like the talking in it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in my head, I was thinking like, "Ooh, this is the perfect beat to go at, uh, go at shrimp right now. Like, this is the perfect, <laughs> uh, the perfect beat." You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's how I really came about for real. Um, I, I literally recorded that song probably in like 30 minutes. It like I literally did it like that. Really? Okay. Like I, I recorded that song probably like 30 minutes. So, do you not watch first take and all that kind of stuff anymore? Have you stopped? I mean, I, I don't. What I mean, I used to watch. I mean, I used to watch like faithfully, like every day. Now, mm-hmm. I don't get me wrong. I still like. If I'm just going about my day, if it pops on, you know what I'm saying, on ESPN, I might just turn it on or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still watch it, Undisputed it, uh, and First Take and stuff. Yeah. Like, I still – they're still entertaining at the end of the day. So, like, I like it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like – when I was younger, it was like, it fueled me for some reason. Like, oh, I'm going to prove it wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, now it's like, all right, understand. Y'all got to just entertain people. Yeah, so you don't, get, you don't get bothered by the criticism anymore. You kind of just let it go off your back. What, now? Yeah, I'm like, saying like when you when you if they if they bring you up on the show or anything else they're talking about the Jets you just let the criticism kind of just fall off your back and you don't get oh a yeah fuck yeah anymore. yeah because a lot a lot of the times I understand it's like when you're in a situation and you're on the outside looking in you don't really understand what's going on you you only understand what you see so that's why I don't really fault a lot of people when they talk negative about me or the Jets or stuff because like people don't really know what's going on I understand so like for me that have to expand my energy to the last child and try to explain to everybody and this and another. I just kind of wait back, wait and just let things happen. I'm just wait, let things happen and just see that play out. So when, when three years ago, when three years ago down the line, people won't forget three years ago that they were saying all this other stuff, but I'm not going to ever forget. It's always going to be in my head. You know what I'm saying? Are you ever so, going to, what, what, what's, break down criticism of your music and criticism of you playing football because obviously the Keenan Allen uh, back and forth is one that I would, people always bring up. Um, how is that different and how do you deal with that differently? Well, so with football criticism, I, I feel like people want to get criticized maybe like a game. So like they can criticize a performance, maybe statistically, but they can't criticize like my talent or like what I bring to the game of football. Right. Mm-hmm. So if somebody say, Lady on Bell, you suck, you know, blase, blase. I literally can just ignore that because do I suck? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so why would I even feed them any energy? Because that's like, like literally what they want. When they say, like, Le'Veon Bell, you suck, they want me to respond and be like, oh, you suck. You ain't doing nothing. You broke. You're doing nothing. Just You know what I'm saying? That's what they want you to do. So I understood that even about the music, too. Because one day, it was like, this had to be about two, three years ago. I was just on Instagram, and I was like, I just, like, I was on Drake's page. And it was people on his page saying, like, that's crazy. Drake dropped this. This music sucked. Like, and it's like around when he dropped my controller. I'm thinking like that was Adam actually probably. That was. I, I mean, I'm not the biggest Drake fan, but I can acknowledge he's a hit maker. Like, I respect but, but, that. But like, there's other guys obviously saying, I like more. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, there's always so going to be haters is, even at the top. There is. There always will. My whole point is even like LeBron or somebody like that, right? It's like LeBron. Like he literally has never done nothing wrong to anybody. The only thing you can really not like about him is that he's damn good at basketball. So like, maybe I'm a. Maybe when, I, when he was with Cleveland, I'm a Lakers fan. I didn't like LeBron because he was a rival to Kobe, and you know what I'm saying. But it ain't mm-hmm. nothing he really did wrong. Like so, like Ron did a lot of negative, negative things just because he LeBron. Ain't like he necessarily <laughs> did something wrong, or you only go criticize it because he may not have a great performance. You know what I'm saying? Or he may not done the best that he possibly did every game, which is impossible because he's still human. 
But Bro, if you get negative feedback, go ahead. Sorry, finish, finish. Oh my fault. I'll just about to say I don't necessarily try to. So if somebody say my music trash. I'm like, dang, people think Drake's music trash too. I can't impress everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just curious. Like, you know, the feedback you get for your music and the criticism. Like, we asked Aaron Gordon this question, like, because it's very vulnerable to put out music compared to like you guys performing what you do so well. So, I mean, you know, it's does it? I was basically going to ask, but you kind of answered the question. Like, does it hurt more to get criticized for the music than it does for performance on the field? I mean, me personally, I don't, I, I, I don't let it bother me. Don't care, me. yeah, yeah, because yeah. I mean, like I said. I, I understand. I just can't really impress everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I even look at people like, you know, like maybe they've like Floyd Mayweather or somebody like, he's like literally perfect in the ring. You know what I'm saying? But maybe out of the ring, you may not like his personality, but his performance wise, he's still perfect. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people mm-hmm. will still critique the way he box. Oh, he don't do this. He don't do that. But it's like, dang, like he got to do that. Like, he like literally won every time. Man, I, I'm not just saying like he the greatest boxer ever. He not this that, other. Everybody got their own opinions, but I just try to understand, like, I know I can't oppress everybody. Like, that's, like, mm-hmm. literally impossible. So I'm not going to stress myself out trying to. You know Have what I'm you, saying? Did you, did you watch The Last Dance? You brought up LeBron, and this is kind of interesting because the Jordan thing is you can't really say anything about Jordan on the court. Bro, You can say, you can say he's an asshole, mm-hmm. but you cannot but say I, really anything about the court. When I – so I'm, I'm still – I was – Kind of old enough to kind of see Jordan a little bit when he was older, but I like, not to really remember, right? But like when I saw the documentary, and just I just had a, a totally new like perspective about Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? He like, I mean, just watching the documentary low key just made me want to just get right back to things. You know what I'm saying? Just because of the way like well, he was just like a he was like a winner, bro. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He wanted that, and you, and so people like I said, you respect or you don't. You know what I'm saying? He can't impress mm-hmm. everybody. You know what I'm saying? But like, he knows teammates, the team, the, the people who he was with, they understood what he was trying to do. And, you know, the people who was riding with him, they got the wins with him. That was like, that's why, you know, that run and that, that team, that documentary is a great documentary, period, because you kind of see the whole perspective of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Of what I thought was, of what I thought it was, and what it actually was. You know what I'm saying? So, did you have um, a goat? Did you have a, a? Did you did you think LeBron was a goat and you switched it, or did you always think Jordan was? A... Um, man, that goat, that goat, uh, that goat discussion. It's like so hard. Like me personally, like LeBron is my goat. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I grew up watching, Same. understanding. You know what I'm saying? But like my uncle, that's Michael Jordan's goat. I mean, you know, Michael Jordan is his goat. He's like, and I'm. Who, who am I to be like, oh, Michael Jordan? No, like, especially after watching the documentaries, like, I understand why people say Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Michael, jo- uh, Michael Jordan is not somebody I watched because I just wasn't old enough. He wasn't my – It's a little different. Yeah, that's all it was. Like, Kobe was the same way. Like, Kobe, like, he was, like, right there, but I was like, Bron is like – maybe I could be a little biased, too. Bron's from Ohio, too. So I'm I Ohio, as well, Ohio, 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 Oh, man. But Bron is like, <laughs> when he came out, I watched Bron when he was in high school. Like, when LeBron was school, he played against Andrew Lavender against Brook, Brookhaven in high school. I went to that game. That's why I knew LeBron. I knew LeBron. Yeah. Have you have you ever had a weird food delivery situation in a hotel room <laughs> on the road? <laughs> and and let me ask you this: You're a professional right. athlete. You never put your name on the order, right? You use an alias. All right, yeah. So I don't order foods in the room if I'm on the road. Usually, I just go to the restaurant. You know, okay. so you, you go on the road or something. A lot of times you hear about a, a a good restaurant or something. I just want to go try it out. So me personally, I go on the road. But it, it's definitely like been a lot of stories and stuff that you hear about people getting delivered to their room. Hey, of course, of course. But not me personally, nah. <laughs> you also got you guys have more anonymity though. Again, being behind the face mask yes. and the helmet, like you can go out more than obviously a basketball player can. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Because like you gotta like really have your face known. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I mean, the the past year. It got a little hectic for me, but it's not as bad as because I'm not 16. You know what I'm saying? I can still blend in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not like six LeBron or something like that's crazy. Yeah, right. Tom, like, Brady, Tom Brady can't like, go to a restaurant. Like, you go to a restaurant. It's like they can notice that. Like everybody's yeah. like, oh, yes, that we got hair. Like, yeah, cut his hair. Like, it still ain't helping you. Your face known, bro. Ladies, <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have a segment called One Gotta Go. You want to play with this? One Gotta Go? Yep. All right, let's do it. First one. Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, LaDainian Tomlinson. 
Bro, that is crazy. We were just having this discussion today. Well, that is unbelievable. But the running back know. thing went the one it went viral on Twitter. The running back rankings, and they were very weird. We can get into that. But uh, uh no, but out of those three, out of those three, there's no disrespect to none of them. But Emmy got to go. That's one. All time leading rusher has to go. That seems I, like I, a I, hot yeah. take. Break it down. Why? Yeah. Because Barry's, I, I, me personally, Barry's like the best running back to ever put him on. And then Ladanian Thompson, I think he was kind of like that first, that first running back that kind of like really started like, oh, I slash receiver too. But it's not mm-hmm. he's not like really the first because Marshall Falk was doing it too. But it's like he's like a little bigger, like he like looked like a running back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like he's way more dynamic than Emmett. Huh? Way more dynamic than Emmett just because the pass catching abilities in the backfield. I mean, Emmett was really tough too. I mean, he played through a shit ton of injuries, but he was just kind of, you know, north south wasn't the cup that guy. Don't be wrong. Emmett crazy too, but like, <laughs> it's just like LT and Barry just like, bro, that's just, you can't, <laughs> nah, you can't like, that's so hard. Like, that's not even fair. I feel like LT is <laughs> a little underrated by people, right? LT is very underrated by people. Because very a lot of people probably wouldn't put him in that Emmett. Convert Emmett Barry conversation. I don't think when you look at the numbers, the numbers are there. The numbers yeah. are there. Receiving numbers, touchdowns for sure. There, it's like he used to throw them it, too. He used to throw the TDs. Everything and it swag there, like everything LT got. Like he, just, he had it, bro. Yeah, LT season with the Jets too. Here, nah, LT, we don't remember those years. Yeah, LT don't. Remember. <laughs> LT don't. Some remember. of us do, pal. Some of us. Yeah. Do. Here's the next one: Roddy Rich, little baby, and Gunna. One got to go. Roddy Rich, Little Baby, and Gunner. That's crazy. We just had that discussion. Gunner, Gunner got to go. I said that too. Gunner got to go. And no disrespect to Gunner, though. I respect all of their music, but like out of those three, Little Baby for sure not going. That's that's a fact. Little Baby for sure not going. So then they'll have to go down to Roddy Rich and Gunner, and then Roddy Rich is too hot right now. But Gunner about to drop an album tonight, right? So I'm going to hear it. We're going to hear it. Things could change. That's the thing about it. If you ask me in three weeks, things could change. That's, that's <laughs> you true. Know that's true. That's true. Very fluid rankings. There's flu- very fluid rankings. Let's do a Michigan State one. You're our first Michigan State alum on the on the pod. Adam, what was it? Magic. Well, we do. Yeah, we, we want to do basketball because I think basketball probably play best. But if one got to yeah. go with Michigan State basketball players, we'll do Magic Johnson. We'll do Draymond Green, and then we'll do Zach Randolph. Magic's not going, so no, you got to keep magic. Magic, you got to keep magic. That's a no-brainer right there. And then it's like Zebo's tough. Zebo is tough. You he gotta is, see. he is, he is. But Draymond is too. And I feel like they're both. I feel like they're they're even. Like talent and but Draymond, like is my guy. So I got Draymond. He Draymond stay too. Draymond stay too. Okay, fine. All right, Draymond got the rings. Career going crazy. So Draymond's your guy. So when you hear people say Draymond or Charles Barkley, you're picking Draymond Green. <laughs> you just said Draymond, your guy. Draymond is my guy. Draymond is my guy. But like I ain't into that argument. Like nah, I ain't. We had well, we had Lavar Ball on the. We had Lavar Ball that, on the pod a few weeks ago, and Lavar was going at Draymond at your boy and saying, "No, he's no, he, going at Chuck." I'm sorry, you're right. Sorry, he was going at Charles. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. What, he didn't he say nothing about Draymond. Draymond. He picked Draymond over Charles. He picked. Well, I, I screwed up. Yeah, he picked is, Draymond over Charles. You can't be mad about that. You can't. Here's the like, thing, though. Here's you can be mad about that. You can't be mad. About you can't. Can. Can. It's like it's like okay. It's like look. It's like people will go off like, "What are you going off of accolades or you going off of talent?" Well, this look at the numbers. Better player, all around player. I would say not accolades, all around player. Because I mean, I don't know, bro. It's just like I seen Draymond do it at Michigan State, bro. So and I feel like at Golden State he didn't have to do. He had Stephen Clay. Yeah. He ain't got to do everything. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do what I'm asked to do. I'm going to play my role. And I played my role great. You he know did, what I'm saying? He didn't have Stephen Clay this year, though. <laughs> no, nah, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't have Stephen Clay this year. But, you know what I'm saying? And Charles had to carry those 76ers it, teams and those Suns teams. He was like, he's by far the best player. And he felt the stats. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I got an argument about that. But no. it's, it's Charles, like, it's, it's like career-wise, though, it's like, J-Mark got an argument. It's like. He's got the rings. You can't deny that. He got rings. They got ring. Whenever someone turns into an analyst and they have some controversial opinions, I feel like people bring down their their playing career. Like they don't look at them the same sometimes. It, like when when you base off just accolades, 
No, I'm just saying when someone becomes an analyst and they're in the public eye a lot, like people forget how nice they are. Like people, oh yeah, 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 like Charles Barkley, like I said, like Charles Barkley or something. Yeah, so yeah, people yeah, watch yeah, the yeah. Last Dance and they're like, I didn't know Charles Barkley was this nice, and you're like, nah, not for real though, not for real. He's athletic as hell. They're like, oh, Reggie Miller's annoying on this broadcast, but he, oh, he got buckets. Like, yeah, Reggie Miller was a great fucking player, you know? <laughs> yeah, Reggie was hard. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me let me bring this up. We did a complex rankings of all thirty-two oh, NFL uniforms two weeks ago, I think. Huh? Le'Veon number thirty-two was the New York Jets. I know, I've seen that. Yes, and I advocate as a Jets fan. As the Jets fan, I advocate that because hear hear me out, hear me out. I had this discussion with Jamal Adams last year when we did an interview with him. As a lifelong Jets fan, I'm in my mid-30s. I've seen all kinds of ups and downs, mostly a lot of downs with the Jets, let's be real here. And the uniforms that they had back in the Super Bowl time, back in the 60s and 70s, what they had in the 80s, and what they had the last five years was classic. Like you had this, you had a crisp look. The uniforms you guys wear right now look like fucking CFL uniforms or Conference <laughs> USA uniforms. So That's talk crazy. me down because I advocated hardcore for the fact that you guys, the Jets, have the worst uniforms, and I'm saying that as a Jets fan. And all my Jets fan friends and family in Staten Island and New York and Jersey, they all agree with me. I low-key just want you to like go to my Instagram and just look at me in that all-white uni. But you I looked at your last the all video. My uni hey, side, that's how you wear the swag, bro. It don't even matter about the uniform. Y'all, y'all worry about the wrong things, bro. <laughs> no, no. I got other gripes with the organization. I got plenty of gripes too with, with the Jets. But also, like, I like people love the black uniforms, but like, black's not your color. You guys don't have black in the color scheme. Black, black has never been a color. Just throw that in there. You got to use it. No, I, no, no, out of here. Just go back to all white uniforms or like the, with the green jerseys for home games. Just please. And white, say, and white helmets. On, white helmets. Le'Veon, I was on your page before this, like, like looking at, I was looking at the Major Pain video and the Hugh Hefner and everything. And I watched the hype video. And the jerseys look good in the hype video. I will give you that. <laughs> I'm telling you. But also, I'm a Browns fan, and the Browns' old uniforms that they just got rid of looked awesome in the Odell hype videos last year. And those jerseys were terrible. You didn't like, you didn't like this? I mean, I like the saying. new ones. I like the new ones that they just rolled out because they're the old ones. The Browns yeah. are the only team in NFL history to be able to go to their old uniforms and no one get mad because the new ones were so trash. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? I didn't even know they went to the old uniforms. So you just said that. I literally didn't even know that. Bye-bye. Yeah, straight, the, like, it, they're not wrong with the Browns. Well, the ones that they were wearing with the Cleveland exactly, and the orange, they, like they were terrible. I mean, like, no, no, no. Like, certain ones that's like a little too much. But like, I like the white ones. Like the all white ones, it's hard to me. The all white with like, the orange helmet, that's hard to me. Well, having yeah, to I watch like them it. play in the uniforms probably had something to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, Le'Veon, you caused me a lot. Let's just get to it. You caused me a lot of pain over the years when you were in Pittsburgh. Well, those are nope. some bad Browns and, teams, Chops. Come and on. You don't feel sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying that was it's, it's just taking right. care of business. What what happens what happens if you That's all big, doing. what what happens if you Big Ben and A B never break up? Uh you know, I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like everything was smooth. You know, I, I just had a con- contract dispute, you know what I'm saying? So with mm-hmm. the contract thing going on and I wasn't really happy and satisfied, then you know, everything else kind of just kind of fell down from there. But uh, we're gonna see what they look like. They're getting bid back this year, so I feel like you know, I'm eager to see Ben and shit. That's crazy. That's what my all the little things we literally were just talking about like three hours ago with my friends. So I'm <laughs> eager to see Ben. I did come back from his from his uh his injury from his elbow, mm-hmm. so it's gonna be fun to see him play again. You ain't seen him play for a whole year, so it's gonna be good to see him back. So we'll see. You know, I- I'm sure those guys got a plan for them. You know, I'm I'm worried about where I'm at. You know, what I'm saying we'll plan for me, and I'm about to move forward. I'm I'm excited for this year and coming. You have three more years with your contract with the Jets, but obviously you were like in the trade rumors a little bit last season. And like, how how surreal and how crazy was that? The fact that you've been there for like six months, and all of a sudden you're getting thrown around as a potential trade bait with the Jets. Oh yeah, it wasn't surprising. I mean, it didn't surprise me. I feel like I've been in the league you know a while now, and nothing really kind of surprised me or take me by surprise. Now it's going to be tough for that, um, mm-hmm. and I understand it's like a business, a business. So it you know before the trade deadline came. You know, if the Jets would have found something for them and another suitor and they both would have felt good about it, you know, I understand if all they got dealt with. You know, so I would have understood that. But um, I was fortunate it didn't. You know what I'm saying? We're looking forward to this year. Uh, you know, year two in the program is going to be fun. So we got a we got a, a good draft pick. I know y'all seen it. I, I liked it. I like the move, yeah. Makai's good. It's, it's a high. So, so uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, uh, he's, a, he's a Giants fan. He's a Giants fan. Giants Giants. We got a better. We got a better pick. So I'm, I'm you know, you probably think you have a better running back. Too. It's all right. It's all right. We gonna we gonna see like that. Ah, 
I'm telling you, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun this year. I'm excited. No, it's like I said, it's gonna be great to fight as a Jets fan. Yeah, you should, and as a Jets fan, yeah, it's great that you actually may have an offensive line which you didn't really have last year with all the injuries. So it's like <laughs> I between. I'm very excited. I'm telling you, I'm excited. Can I can I ask you one quick question of the Jets fan too? <laughs> How bad did you bust Sam Darnold's balls for getting mononucleosis? <laughs> oh, Sam, Sam, no, Sam, no, I came out his head about it. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, because that, that's one of the most ridiculous like injuries in New York, uh, New York, New York sports history. The good thing about it is Sam can't get mono again, so you know, <laughs> he, perfect. Yeah, I mean, I don't he, think you can, right? No, I think right? he had immunity for a little bit. Yeah, I think he's okay. All right, uh, you know what I'm saying. So as long as you can't get it again, don't don't have no other you know crazy stuff that's happening, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make sure you go to the be, field. Be careful who you're kissing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Yo, so, Young guy, he's a young guy. I told him I gave him all the jokes, man. He good. Le'Veon, we were very close to Zion saying that the best running back in New York plays for the Giants. Which, oh, I, I, he wants to say, say it. right now the best running back in New York plays for the Giants. I'm sorry, you you great. Get everybody, him. yeah. I mean, he has, you know? everybody ties to their own opinion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Depending on what you want, like, and I don't. Your opinions, you know, I, your how, many, wrong. how many All Pros does Saquon Barkley have? Me personally. Me personally, taking me out of the equation, I think Saquon is the best. You know what I'm saying? Like, talent-wise, you know what I'm saying? I also like Zeke, too. Like, Zeke's another one. Derrick Henry growing on me, too. Oh, we're going uh, to all running backs. Oh, we, we, we were yeah. just saying New York. We're going to all running backs. No, no, no. Okay. Educate okay. them because they've been hating on Saquon. Nah, that is, that Saquon. is fake Saquon. news. Fake news right there. Yeah. Stop right here. We have not been hating on Saquon. I did. Saquon, I did. Saquon, I think last year, he was, like, playing through injury. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And – He's a tough dude, so he can go out there and just play, you know what I'm saying? But he didn't really look like himself. And I can I especially when he played us when I was playing him a person, I can kind of look. And he could, I don't know what it was. It like he looked hurt, you know, but I feel like you know, come back this year, he's gonna be uh he's gonna be back to Saquon. Like, you know what I'm saying? Can I, I mean? tell you guys can I tell you guys the most underrated running back in the NFL? Don't say it. It's Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is the most underrated running back. I don't think he's the most underrated, but I think I think people gonna start finding out about him real soon. So who He's is the good. most underrated? Nick Chubb's great. The most underrated? I don't know. Yeah. It's hard, but I think I think like I think like Dalvin Cook's underrated. underrated. Like people, somebody he like is Dalvin. Cook. He is he is underrated. Yeah. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry was probably underrated. I, I think until Henry's last year. I do. Yep. I do. I think he's underrated. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it it's more about consistent. Like how long people can do it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you can have one or two years, but can you do like five, six? That's like when it really. When people like want to say like, oh yeah, like when you say Adrian Peterson, everybody know like, yep, Adrian Peterson, he got it, right? Because mm-hmm. he gonna do this for so long. No matter still how long, going. he's still going. AP's still going. Frank Gore, your new teammate, Frank Gore's still, still going. going. <laughs> That's hey, crazy. I hey, I don't know what they've been eating or drinking. We all gotta get what get what they got. <laughs> do you? How do how do NFL guys react when like Tom Brady goes to the Bucks or DeAndre Hopkins is traded out of the thin air? Like those oh, yeah. big moves. Yeah, when DeAndre Hopkins got traded, that was crazy. I, that blew me away. I, it was that was a surprise. So you know, I say I really get surprised. That was a surprise. That was one of the rare surprises. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be fun. Like Mike Evans over there, he got weapons, and it ain't, it ain't like Tampa Bay was like loaded or had like a great team already. Like they had like some spots intact already. But I feel like Tom Brady might really turn them up. So it's gonna be fun. That know, good. I don't know about you guys though, Le'Veon, but when Tom Brady signed with the Bucks, I popped champagne as a Jets fan because I am so fucking grateful to oh, have yeah, him out of the goddamn division. Adios. Now can we get now we just get Belichick out of division also? I'm Belichick, sick of Belichick though. too. We gotta still deal with Belichick. I was we were just having an argument the other day, like I like who who have the better the season, better season, like Belichick or Brady? You know How is that a debate though? <laughs> Jared, <laughs> St- Jared Stidham's gonna be their quarterback. They're going four and twelve. I don't like that's my call. I don't think they're going to four, I don't know, four and twelve. I wouldn't go four and twelve. Jared Stidham's or, or Brian Hoyer. That's the only quarterbacks on the roster. Like all right, so all right. Before before we knew Matt Castle, did you know who Matt Castle was? No, mm-hmm. but if you follow college football, you did, but yeah. But you, but, but I'm saying I'm asking, did you? Those teams not, were better really. than this New England team. Did though, you know? Did you no, know who Matt Castle no. was? No. I, did, I will admit I did not know who we Matt didn't. Castle was. You ain't know who Jimmy, you ain't know who Jimmy Guapolo was either. No, I did not. Okay, I know. Me. All right. so, so, so it's like it's like that's why we got a whole horse here. Like we will see what Belichick does. But the same on the same thing, don't disrespect Tom Brady either because Tom Brady went out there and won them games. So it's gonna be fun. I was like, we just having to argue with my friends, whatever. And I was mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't be surprised if they both went ten and six. I wouldn't be surprised. 
I, I, I think ten and six would be high for the Patriots. I, I don't think. I, I'm saying like. What, let what, me tell, what, let me ask. I was saying for the last twenty years. I'm just going over history. The last twenty years, they've been having winning seasons. So you yeah, have to yes. respect it. You have to like literally just respect that. Like, do you right. think Jamal Adams is going to go into defensive meetings, Patriots week, and say, "I'm worried about Jared Stidham"? No, he's not going to say, "I'm worried about Tom Brady" either, though. Oh yeah. well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if he's thing, you know, like I'm, 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 you know, what I'm saying, go my way. I dare you. That's how Jamal feel. As you should okay. feel as a player. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. That's good. Um, but wait, I, that, that ten and six. Uh, are those two losses to the Jets? Nah, I ain't saying the losses to the Jets. I don't know where the, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where the wins will come from. I, I, they, they, I ain't saying they're gonna win this. I can say they gonna beat us. I'm just saying, <laughs> just historically, it's like. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to say not gonna win like ten games. Their their Vegas yeah. overrun, I think, was what eight and a half chops, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I just there. don't like like if they go like nine to seven, it's like okay, like, that's normal. It's but, good season. No, I would I would say like I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa and Pan, uh, the Patriots went both went ten and six. I wouldn't be surprised. But if they both okay. went, you know what I'm saying, six to ten. I wouldn't be surprised either. For real, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it can go either way. Is that the kind of thing where, like, the Brady thing, like, everybody in the NBA seemed to know LeBron was leaving the Cavs for the Lakers. Did any, did every NFL player know that Tom Brady was leaving the Patriots? Or was it just like you guys didn't, it, it's not, you don't follow it like that because free agency is just different in the NFL. Yeah, me personally, I didn't follow it like that. And I don't really talk to you know, Tom Brady personally on that level like that. So, yeah, um, yeah I didn't know. I didn't know what he's going to do. Like, just like everybody didn't really know what I was going to do when I was in my situation. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I found out just like how everybody else did probably on Instagram or ESPN or something. Yeah, but it, like when I went to Tampa, like it's like Tampa Bay. I'm like, oh, okay, that's different. You know what I'm saying? It was weird, kind of like. Did they do Jameis a little dirty? It seems like Jameis got a lot of blame down there in Tampa. Yeah, I mean, they Jameis had. I mean, he had time. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I wouldn't necessarily say they did him dirty, but you got an opportunity to get Tom Brady, so it's like. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we, you ain't been here five years or four years. I, 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 Jamie's like five years. You're five. Yeah, before yeah. one of them, four or five. 2014, years. number one pick, I think. Yeah, five yeah. years, five years. Yeah. yeah you know, Tampa around. more like Tampa, like oh, like we trying to win right now. Let's go, Tom. And I can't <laughs> say how you mad at that. It's like, but of course, of course, that's your old Jameis, though. You know what I'm saying? Jameis was yeah. the Saints, right? Yep, he went to the Saints. He's go, Drew Brees back now. Go learn, go learn from Drew. That's a good guy to learn from. Drew's like. Personally, like one, one of the uh, a great leader, somebody he can really learn from too. You know, what I'm saying he got a great, good head on his shoulders. You can learn from Drew. You know, hopefully pinch in one. You know, be ready when your time is up. You know, what I'm saying like because mm-hmm. with Drew Brees, I mean, I mean, I feel like he can play a little more. I mean, we never know how long they gonna play because Tom Brady been playing for a long time. Is Drew Brees getting up there too? But it's like we don't know I how mean, long to play. But to be ready when your time, man, that's somebody good that he can learn. I mean, being the Saints' backup is a good – like, Teddy filled in and then got a big deal in Carolina. You know, like, being Drew Brees' backup isn't the worst spot to be, for sure. No, nah, not at all. Not at all. Le'Veon, before we get you out of here, we have some some rapid-fire questions. All right. You ready? Yep. Illmatic or reasonable doubt? What was the first one? Illmatic or reasonable doubt? Reasonable doubt. Zion, are you familiar with those albums? Yeah, Zion, do you, have I you actually, heard either of those I, albums? I, I are you sure? Know, I actually know Hip Hop Adam. Okay, I'm, 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 the last podcast, you know, your answer surprised you're me. Because you're telling me Migos or Griselda. I'm going to pick Migos. Yes, Griselda. So, yes, Griselda's the right Our answer. last episode, right, Jalen Rose. Blame me on. What you going to pick? What you going to pick, Migos or Griselda? Well, I'm not in that one. I'm not in that one. He knows what he's going to pick. He knows what he's going to pick. Griselda's the right answer. Uh, I don't know about that one. How about this? Le'Veon, Future or Drake? Drake. Drake or Jay-Z? Drake. <laughs> oh. Drake or anybody? Drake. I'm saying Drake. You're in New York. You're in New York, my friend. I know. I understand all that, but nah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to play with it. I might be going to play with it, Drake. But I love, Jay- I love Jay-Z. I'm not just playing his, his career, his art. Jay's been time. to a few Jets games over the years. He... Him throwing hey. the ball was at a Jets game. That he's been seeing, he's been, he's been seeing the sidelines over at MetLife. No, nah, no, nah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like, oh, all right, look, Jay-Z more like, let me say, like, you know how we got the Michael Jordan and the, <laughs> yes, the yeah. uh, LeBron? Yeah, yep. There you go. There we go. Okay. Drake okay. is like, yeah. Drake, Drake, Kanye too, same thing? Is it all Drake? Is it, Drake. I could say anybody that's going to be Drake. It's going to be Drake. It's going to be Drake. Right. 
All right. Did you like the new project, the Lucy's, the Dark Lane demos? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I listen to Drake obviously a lot, so like I know those was throwaways, but yeah, those hard. Yeah, it's hard. I, I like it. I like it. Landed is crazy. Teammate, you least want to be quarantined with. Ooh. <laughs> Dang, I don't know. That oh. Man. But I say Jamal. He gonna talk dancing, bro. He do too much dancing, bro. I'm done. Jamal. He gonna play too much music trying to dance too much. He'd be getting off quarantine slide. fits every single day, too. He'd be in the yeah, zero yeah, all day yeah. long. I'm gonna say Jamal. He said, all right. For TikTok. Uh, back to the gaming. Xbox or PS4? Which one? PS4. PS4. Okay. On the right side of history there. That's good. Yeah. Tacos or pizza? Ooh, it's close. Pizza. That's right. Okay. That's the right answer. In Jersey, New York, that's the right answer. Pizza. Do you watch Netflix shows? Yeah. Tiger King or, or uh, Ozark? Ozark. Did you watch Tiger King? I I was forced to watch it. <laughs> Why forced? I mean, my girlfriend made me watch it. I didn't watch It's not like, that's not something I would like. I mean. It was crazy, it was though. You watched it and it was show. crazy. No, it is good. It is good, but it's like. I would have never personally watched it. Ozark is something I would personally click on to watch. Gotcha. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Sopranos or The Wire? The Wire. The Wire. That's the right answer. That is the the right answer. The Wire. That is the right answer. The Wire is a better overall show than Sopranos, even though you're in Jersey. Yeah, the wire. That's a good. Even though you're a Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. Yeah, I mean, think about think about Jets fans. They're all like the Sopranos, like extras. <laughs> no, no, I'm for you. Like these, like I'm trying to be unbiased as possible. You know what I'm saying? Like these, oh, like how I'll be feeling, like if I had to pick. We, the wire's the right answer. We got you. We got you. Um, would you rather jump out of an airplane or climb a mountain? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jumping on no plane, bro. <laughs> so climb a mountain? Uh, I guess I'd rather climb a mountain. Dang, I don't know, though. <laughs> what would it take for you to jump out of a plane, I, then? Huh? What would it take for you to jump out of a plane? I'm not jumping out of a plane. But if someone dangled a million dollars to jump out of a plane, you well, you have a lot. Yeah, of, a million. You have plenty of money. You have plenty of money. All right. That's, that's not. not gonna, yeah. I got to come with a different carrot. Yeah. I may not see that million dollars. Yeah. I got to come up with a different carrot than that. What's? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, so... cool. hey, Zion, you I'm cool with that. Like, <laughs> right. I'm not jumping out no plane either. I'm not jumping out no plane. <laughs> I take my chances climbing a mountain before jumping out a plane just because, like, right, I'm in control. Like, okay, I ain't going to fall. I'm just, I'm in control of it. If I had to you might about... fall. Mountains are, if you see No, I'm telling you, if I fall, then I, if I fall, it's like basically jumping out of the airplane. Like, okay, now I got the airplane idea now. Like, okay, yeah, now I got to run. <laughs> get to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> What's better, sitting courtside at a Lakers game or a Knicks game? Y'all trying, y'all trying to do this to me right now. What? But we're gonna just add, we're gonna add every New York media member, Jets beats writer, with this interview. All right, but me personally, me personally, <laughs> Actually, I don't know. That'd be hard. L- Lakers, you get more celebs. Look, but, look, but, hey, but, but MSG, I'd rather sit courtside at the Knicks game with Braun there. Okay, yep, that's fair. That's yep. fair. MSG has a different feeling. Like Lakers games, you're gonna go, you'll see Rihanna and a bunch of celebs. Right. I just, I'm saying when, when you gave me that question, I was like literally thinking about players. I was thinking like, dang, I would yeah. like to LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Right, but like the, the games at the at uh, Knicks Stadium, uh, Knicks uh, Arena, though, that's definitely games is different. You're right. Be hard. What's the next New York team? This isn't one of them, but what's the next New York team to make the playoffs? Jets. No. There we go. Oh, are we talking all sports or or just? Well, not the Yankees. The Yankees don't count. They make the playoffs oh, every year. Oh, because then, <laughs> then, then it's the New York Giants. I don't know. It's a hand wave out of here. I don't know. This is not a Giants podcast, pal. Le'Veon, we can't wait to see you suit up. We can't wait to uh, – all your music's out. Tell everybody where they can get your music and everything. Man, music everywhere. On all musical platforms. Major Pain's out now. Make sure we'll download that ASAP. And new music on the way. Does Real quick, last one. Does Adam Gase listen to your music? Low-key, probably do. I don't know, but he probably do. He probably need to. He need to if you don't. You ain't Tell right. Him, yeah. Tell him. Nah, Coach Gay, Coach Gay, he's supported. So as long as he's supported, I'm good. 
He don't care about being in the studio. Not long. He's be like, hey, you can go to the studio as long as you come show up to practice. He fine. That's why I do. So, all right. yeah, there we go. All, all right. right, see you later, on. Peace. All right, y'all. Thank you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box, and if you break it down, it really comes out to two dollars a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Huge, huge shout out to Le'Veon Bell. We told you guys that was an awesome conversation. He brought it, just pure honesty. Everything we asked, he was up front and, and open with us. Uh, yeah, I just, awesome guy, Adam. Yeah, Le'Veon's cool. Um, I remember first having him on the old show, Out of Bounds, um, when he basically was the hosted that filling in for Gilbert and uh he's been great to chop it up with um so yeah massive shouts out to Le'Veon who is the biggest Drake fan I think maybe in the NFL um he loves him some Drake but yeah honesty insight um and he he took the good ribbing I gave him over the jerseys um and it was awesome to have the best running back in New York on the podcast yes sir uh always a good time now let's talk about how you think it's weird that I want to go to Disney World with no <laughs> because it is the NBA, there's talk about the NBA coming back. Uh, it seems like it's going to happen. Like, it seems like no one thinks it's not going to happen at this point. Woj is very confident. Everybody's very confident. Uh, as Danny Green told us, the Lakers have been working out. They're ready to, you know, go win that title. There's rumored locations for the NBA returning. Walt Disney World is the front runner, according to all the reports. If there's one spot. If there's two spots, there's talk of Las Vegas and Walt Disney World. Can I can I talk to you about how I got shamed on social media for saying I enjoy going to Walt Disney World? You why those is, lunatics? Why, why is that a problem? I can't go to Walt Disney World. I can't go have fun at a theme park. You and I are wired very differently. Um, I don't really understand why adults go crazy to visit Disney World, Disneyland, Universal Studios, or any other fucking theme park that's geared towards children. But do you? Well, Universal... Okay, hold up, hold up. Let's do a theme park ranking real quick because you were... I, can I have tell zero... How, I, I can I, tell how misguided you are just by that statement. I, I, I have zero input because I haven't been so, to a fucking theme park since I was five years old. But go ahead, pal. Universal Studios, that's Marvel... Spider-Man ride in Florida, the Jurassic Park section, which if you follow yeah, me on Twitter. Yeah, I see the commercials for it out here in California. You know that I'm a big, Jurassic Park is my favorite movie of all time. I watch it once a week. So that is a not a kid's place. Let's let's get that straight. That's roller coasters. Yeah, that's, but I see that. That's like they Six have, Flags. Like, they, like, that's like that. That's I, different. But again, I don't really know because I've never been there, nor will I ever go there. But well, because of the commercials out here in California, they do have a Harry Potter themed portion of Universal. That is where Harry Potter as well. But okay, Harry Potter. Wouldn't that be not, for the kids though? Harry Potter doesn't have to be for kids. Adults like Harry I've never Potter. read Harry Potter, so I don't know. I've seen the movies. So I have not. So Universal Studios, if I had to rank, would be number one. I've never been to the California one. I've been to the Orlando one. Would be would be my number one. Me and Frazier went on a trip there. I've How sh- cute. We put up the pictures up, a little press trip. Frazier put on the Harry Potter outfit and had a wand. And we took a picture of Wait, it. Wait, so that terrible pic he just posted on Instagram recently of him squatting by a pool was from an Orlando trip to Universal no, Studios? No, uh, our former coworker David Amaya posted or took that one. Uh, I've posted the ones of me and Frazier at Universal Studios. I don't think Frazier's ever posted them because he's very embarrassed by them. Because Frazier looks what like was a he, very embarrassing photo that he put up, just for the record. Frazier, co-host of Watch Less, could be a Harry Potter character if you like just looked at him 
like he's like scrawny and like a little nerdy. So he, so he, he looks like a, a child. Potter. Yes. He could be a Harry Potter character. Back to the theme parks and back to this Disney. Because I tweeted once once the NBA announced or once the rumors came out that the NBA could go to only play at Disney World when they come back. I tweeted, I love Disney World. And people were like, why do you love Disney World? You're a grown man. You don't have kids. That's weird. Why is that weird? I just want to go. They have a Star Wars theme attraction at Disney World. They have uh, other things at Disney World. They have like a zoo type area. I'm not saying I want to go to SeaWorld and watch like like uh, animals be like taken advantage of. I just like going to Disney World because it's fun. It, you don't have to be a kid to enjoy Disney World. So I just wanted to get off, get that off my chest. I prefer Universal Studios because that has like roller coasters and the Harry Potter shit, all that. But I don't think there's anything wrong with going to Disney World as an adult with no kids. Uh, to counter you, I, to me, it comes off as incredibly weird and suspect behavior. I don't understand why adults want to get so wrapped up in fantasy world. It's like, why do you want to leave the real world and what's oh. actually going on and kind of get wrapped up in this have you fugaziness that you have to... Have you ever seen a Star Wars film? Uh, yeah, like once or twice, yeah. You've seen one... What does that even mean? There's like 12 I don't films. know. How, how many Star Wars are there? Six, there's seven, a, eight? I lose track. There's three prequel. I've three, seen the original there, there, ones. There's three six. trilogies, so that's nine. There's nine main films. You have What does once or twice mean when you when there's nine Star Wars? Because my cousin, my little cousin was obsessed with it back in the day, and it, he would be watching every like every family vacation or every time up in Vermont with well, the family. Can so we get like, your cousin on the pod? I think I'd like him. No, more. Robert's busy doing shit back in New York City, so. Oh, okay. Well, all I'm saying to you is Star Wars isn't just a kid's thing. People are obsessed with Star Wars. They have a whole Star Wars world at Disney World. So, why, so, so let me ask you this question. When you lunatic me. adults go to Disney World or Universal Studios by yourselves without any kids, I, okay, and you for see one, it's other not by adults, your, other adults, not by yourself. But what, it's not by, you're with people, you're you just not Frazier, with kids. You and Frazier, your little, your little okay. weirdo Universal Disney World crew is going yes. out to, to venture into the theme park for a day or two. Do you guys like, you know, hat tip and acknowledge the other, uh, un, you know, unencumbered adults without kids at, the, you know, while you're I walking through the... I think maybe I think maybe you 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 tip your your Mickey Mouse cup in appreciation of that they're on the same wavelength as you. It's like a Jeep owner, you know, when you drive a Jeep, you're supposed to do the Jeep wave. It's like that. I as a Jeep owner, I don't do that. You don't do the Jeep wave. I don't, just... I don't. I don't. I don't salute other Jeep owners. I keep it. I keep it moving down the road. God, you're so fucking weird. But yes, so I think you do give. A I'm weird. To you're people. the one that's going to Disney World and Universal Studios as an adult. It's not. It's not. It's normal. It's normal. I don't care. Hand wave. If if we had this, if this video portion was as you're getting text in the middle of our podcast here, pal, that's a hand wave. I just got texted. Wow. Wave. I don't know what this means. Wow for your terrible take about going to Universal Studios as an adult. Uh, no, we'll be, no we'll one knows. We, we, we got to edit this out. Right I just got. Well, I'm making sure someone didn't die right now. Like I just got a wow. Keep this in, because because whenever you get texted wow randomly. Oh, it's about Dak Prescott. We can talk about uh, one of my buddies but, just texted text me about Dak Prescott right, to, turning to down Universal five years and yeah. uh, and Orlando here. Yeah, it seems like I guess the NBA is heading that direction again. I've been I've been hugely skeptical as you know as you know about the NBA returning. You skeptical about something? I'm skeptical about life in general. So yeah, that yes. that's that's on brand. But uh, there's a lot that has to go right for the NBA to get this shit off the ground. And even though it is getting momentum, I'm still worried that stuff can get tripped up with testing and all the logistics of having all the NBA teams and and as we're seeing right now with MLB and the issues with with how they're going to do revenue sharing. NBA does not have the yeah. revenue issues. Yeah, it's a little bit different, but we've seen that there's been some contentiousness with the players and owners and putting themselves at risk. So I don't know. I just still I just still feel that there's a lot that could get tripped up with having the NBA come back. I desperately want to come back because obviously you want to see the season end and we want to have sports and be like that. But I will remain. I'm not going to believe until I actually see it is what it's going to come down to. But so, that being said. It is. We've had good reports and good momentum building up that we may get a decision or kind of a definitive direction come June 1st about what the hell or when the hell NBA is going to be back. So I've been to Orlando many times, as we've talked about with the Disney World. You trip. were there in January for the Pro Bowl. So I've been to Orlando randomly about six times in the past two years, just it's on different trips. way too many times. It's way too many times. But so I went there. Let's just go through my vacations. So I went there twice. <laughs> I went there twice personally, once because... It was a family thing, and then another time just to go. But then I had four different work trips just happened to be in Orlando, the most recently past January for the Pro Bowl. During that trip, we were around the ESPN Worldwide of Sports headquarters 
where this is rumored where the NBA would play. It is so it is very feasible and it makes the most sense for them to do this because one, there's hotels everywhere. Dis- that Disney area, there's nine, ten hotels right in that vicinity, and they're huge. They're all like huge hotels. And then the sports complex has practice courts, it has regular courts, it has outdoor training stuff. Like you and can it's do all it. private property, right? It's all private property. So like they could block that off. They could make their little own ecosystem in the Disney area. I know some players, Jared Dudley's talked about how. Oh, guys are going to be able to leave. They just, you know, they, they're they going to have to get uh, tested all the time if they leave or anything. Um, so I know they're worried about that. But if they do do it at Disney, it seems like a very, like the bubble term isn't great because, you know. Medically sealed environment. Yeah, it, it feels like the right area. I, was, I love it because, you know, Disney's the happiest place on earth. So yes, like if you want to limit the ability to outsiders to infect and, you know, potentially corrode, I guess, the NBA talent pool. Yeah, if you had this in Vegas, um, I mean, Christ, the over under the number of guys that would be sneaking in girls from out of states or flying them in or whatever would be astronomical. So if you can, because well, <laughs> we all Orlando, know the, uh, Orlando's the hotels, yeah, because the whole. Orlando's not far from Miami. If we're talking about guys sneaking girls in, Miami is no. Is it going to be done? Of course, it's going to be done. But I'm saying that it would have been easier in Vegas for, to have guys sneaking girls and potentially who's, you know come who's the most who, who's the most likely NBA player to get caught with a girl during quarantine while the season comes back up. I think it's, I think <laughs> Kyle Kuzma is a heavy favorite. Off the top of my head, I mean, there's there's so many characters. Kuzma, like, Kuzma, Kuzma, and Lou Will are are neck and neck in that in that well, for me. Listen, I will say this, that um, when the NBA congregates somewhere, um, the the hanger-ons and uh, the town tends to follow them, as we've seen for NBA All-Star games over the years and years and years. So if the NBA is going to plant its flag in Orlando, I would expect that in some way, shape, and form, you will have a dissension, or people, or a town, I should say, descend on Orlando. And let's hope that anyone, any outsiders that do no, penetrate, stop, stop. penetrate the fence. Give a guess. you got to give a guess, because you're not, you went off on a tangent. Give a guess. What player is most likely to get caught with a girl during the NBA quarantine when it comes back? I would say 75% of the league is, is no, liable give to get a name. caught. I'm trying uh, to think our producer Alejandro is saying Jamal Murray. That's a good guess. <laughs> Jamal Murray. I mean, listen, there are plenty of guys that have high profiles. We've seen Devin Booker have uh, you I was know, about alleged, to say Devin Booker. Alleged, alleged high profile. Uh, you know, most likely to sneak days. a Kardashian in is Devin Booker. Potentially, yes. There's plenty of guys that easy characters that could potentially sneak girls in, but I would think it's easier to do that in Vegas than it will be in Orlando. But that being said, Miami's guys are dangerously find close to Orlando. Yeah, that's still a, a long drive. It's still a long drive. It's a long drive, and you know, but you can get on that flight. That's about a 45 minute flight. But guys will sneak in girls, and therefore potentially. Well, you're scared to say a name. Akuzma and Lou Williams are the. I'm trying uh, to prevent us from getting sued, pal. How's that getting sued? That's not. There's nothing defamatory about that. Guys like to have fun, you know. Like they do, they do. They're they're young, they're rich, they're famous. They got money to burn. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be at the happiest place on earth. I can't wait till I can go back to to, the Universal and Disney World. I can't wait. Yeah, I haven't been Orlando since I think age five, and uh, I don't particularly have a strong desire to return anytime soon. So I'll let you. I'll let you body the returns for Disney World and Universal for the two of us. Load management first. First uh, location. Well, we actually almost did do load management from. We did. We had, we had yeah. discussions. So you would have been in Orlando. I would have had to have, yeah. With me and Young Zion. Before we get to the Christian Press interview, we have Christian Press, uh, two-time Women's World Cup champion, great player, great soccer player, awesome interview. We have that coming up. Before we get to that, real quickly, I want to talk about this Paul Pierce thing because it caused so much waves. Um, Paul Pierce said that LeBron James is not a top five player in NBA history. And one – People were surprised about that, and I don't know why. Paul Pierce and LeBron James do not get along. Paul Pierce yeah, just isn't—he's well, just not saying, Obviously, it's a ridiculous statement, but Paul Pierce hates LeBron James. Why is he going to put him in his top five? Yeah, if you know the history between the two of them, this is not shocking. And Pierce has obviously taken low key shade of shots at LeBron for yeah. you know, basically the entirety of their existence. And, so. and LeBron has do, done less low key shade, but LeBron still ruined Paul Pierce's jersey retirement ceremony in Boston. <laughs> The Cavs won that game by 30. Paul Pierce tried to trash talk LeBron uh, when he was retired. LeBron won that series. You have the famous game six against Boston that LeBron went off. You have the net series where Paul Pierce is like, I need to guard LeBron. LeBron dropped 48 on him. Like, it's it, there's just – I don't understand why people were surprised that Paul Pierce wasn't like, oh, yeah, put LeBron at number three all time, you know? 
Like it's just not gonna happen. Yeah, he's not he's not gonna be buddy buddy and cool and warm and fuzzy with his villain. This is like his number one arch nemesis over the years, and LeBron more times than not got his it, number. Well, um, and the thing about Paul Pierce, here's the thing about Paul Pierce. Great player, but he always thought he was bigger and better than he was, right? I think that's a fair statement. Uh listen, you, I think you, Paul is Paul's Hall of Fame. You had the whole will be in the, the Hall of Fame. You had the whole you're not Kobe thing from Draymond. Remember, like Paul Pierce wanted the he's the, the, the send off. Like okay, people true, just very don't true. love you like very that. True. He doesn't know. He don't love he, you like that. He's not Paul's not iconic. Obviously, the way that that Kobe was and the way that LeBron is. That's that goes without saying. Paul had a great NBA career. He's going to yeah, be a Hall sure. of Famer. Won a 100%. title with won a title with the Celtics. Obviously, his last few years the NBA are kind of forgettable with the Nets, with the Wizards, with the Clippers. He hit that game winner for the Wizards in the playoffs. He had some moments let's get, here and let's there. Get him he that. had some yeah. moments. So it wasn't complete trash, but obviously, like yeah. I think I saw the graphic on someone put up, like you know, last games in the NBA. It was like it was Kobe, it was Paul Pierce, and it was Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade had a triple double. Kobe went for sixty. Paul Pierce had a DNP zero zero zeros or whatever. So yeah, <laughs> see, people to, are mean to Paul. People are mean. They to are, Paul but when, when Paul says when Paul spouts his mouth off and he says brings it on himself. Takes, he brings it on himself. So yeah, but Paul deserves respect because he was a great NBA player. And don't get him wrong. But your assertion, yes, that he's not. You know, he he always talked bigger than what he was. So yeah, I'll, but also I'll give a guy credit for having the confidence to do that. And Paul comes from LA, where they talk a big game. And he is it was, confidence or is it just like blind arrogance? You can parse those two things, but sometimes they they meld together. Let me ask you this, because I am a fan of the Cleveland Cavaliers. You know this. The listeners. Yeah, you're wearing a jersey right now. I am wearing a Kyrie. That the uh, the audience cannot see. He's wearing a Kyrie throwback jersey right now with the NFL 100 hat. With no sleeves. Um, I requested he put sleeves on, but he refused when we started taping the podcast. I'm not wearing sleeves. It's summer, dog. Not yet. There is no worse team... How do I want to say this? The 2008 Celtics, them winning that title, no team has been more irrationally confident since then, <laughs> looking back, than wait, that wait, team. Okay. Between Paul Pierce, between KG, Ray, between Ray, Ray Allen, Allen, between Ray Rondo. Nobody, no team has gotten bigger heads over the years about what a, a, a one title team meant than that 2008 Celtics team. Uh, they know, think that they are... The, and maybe they're right. That was a, a good team. Very well. Listen, team. that team also took the Lakers to a seventh game that could have been a back-to-back title situation. So you have to. I mean, mm-hmm. we have to keep that in, in perspective. For sure. But I think. I think you're right. Where it's like the talk around them and the guys is that bro. They were. They this talk about themselves dynasty. like they're. They talk about themselves like they're the '86 Celtics or the '98 Bulls. Yeah, I don't like, think you're wrong on that. Yeah. Like and it, it's in every time and it's Pierce more than other people. KG does it, but no one. See, here's the difference between KG and Paul Pierce. People like KG. <laughs> People don't really like Paul Pierce, so people let KG get away get away with his trash talk and you know all that kind of stuff. When Pierce talks, everybody's like, "And listen, KG, shut the fuck up." Yeah, yeah, you're right. But KG is also on a different level than Paul Pierce too. Like KG sure. is one of the top five sure. power forwards of all time, and Paul Pierce isn't gonna isn't gonna factor into the top five. You know, if you ask Paul Pierce his goes. favorite. Five the, or, the the best five sh- small forwards of all time. He Paul Pierce. He's gonna put himself Paul, in there. Paul Pierce has Paul Pierce in front of LeBron James. I would bet. So much money on that. The yeah. Paul Pierce. <laughs> of course, he would just James. troll him. Yeah, just to get one more shot. It in. would be it would be Larry back. Bird, Paul Pierce. Who who the hell cares? LeBron might not make that top five. Uh, Paul Pierce's best small forwards ever. I think you're right, though. I think the more you hear from them, that those Celtics, and again, very good teams. They had a good little run there. The big three was awesome. It was a revival for the Celtics that we hadn't seen in basically 15, almost 20 years. But they do talk a bigger game. Than I think the results. They would show. make you think that they would make you think that was their fifth title in a row. Yeah, but I mean, if you win that second title with the Lakers, then you guys can talk plenty of shit. You guys have a higher, you know, mm-hmm. uh, stature in history. But you didn't get the job done. They um, didn't. Well, K- and, is that the year the cage yeah, got hurt? You have KG to got hurt two thousand nine. Yeah, and you have to keep back. in keep in perspective. You guys only won one title together when you had this very dominant team in the Eastern Conference that was obviously incredibly watered down. Yeah, and my thing is like Paul Pierce. He talks about LeBron. Never building a team from scratch that won a title. Like, who cares? That's not the era that this is that built. Like, teams aren't built. Like, you guys went and traded for KG. You went and, like, you traded for Ray Allen. Like, you, what did you build from scratch? 
Yeah. It's not like the Antoine Walker Paul Pierce teams won a championship. Like, what Listen, is he talking again, about? It's the low key shade of he's Le- uh, LeBron's always going to get trash for the decision and orchestrating the move to go to Miami to team with D Wade well, and Chris Bosh. Well, but essentially, that's what happened with KG, Ray Allen, and Paul one Pierce. One thing Paul Pierce will all- always have over LeBron is he can always say that he forced him to have to go to Miami. Those <laughs> that's for real. He can. I, and, yeah. and Welty, uh, co-host of the Sneakers podcast, always brings that up to me. He's like, well. Pierce made LeBron have well, to go. Well, Matthew J. Welty is a troll just like Paul Pierce, so that's exactly. on brand for him. Both both Northeastern uh, uh, USA. Yes. <laughs> New exactly. England goons, yes. Yes. But so Pierce will always have one thing over LeBron that I'm sure LeBron doesn't like like to have. But when you look at the history of it, like his his comments are just crazy. Uh, yeah, but on brand. Pierce, come, Paul Pierce, come on the show. Come oh no, on. Pierce is great. Yeah, we're gonna we, we want to have Paul Pierce on the, on the show. show. And if you've ever talked to Paul Pierce, as you can kind of tell on the jumper when you hear him, he's incredibly honest and a great interview. So we want to get him on. We've asked him to come on, and hopefully come we'll on, get him on one of these on the weeks. Pod. And come we'll talk more about pod. LeBron. Yeah, come on the pod. Let's get real about things again. Thank you guys for listening this week. Uh, I feel like we're hitting our stride, getting some good episodes strung together. We have some big surprises coming up in the future weeks. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Make sure you leave us those reviews, those five-star ratings. Make sure you follow Adam on Twitter, at Adam Caparel, at Peachops underscore. Follow Zion on Twitter. Uh, and then also follow Complex Sports on Twitter. Zion, what's your Twitter? Uh, Z-I-O-N-O-L-O-J-E-D-E. There we Holla go. At me. He is thirsty for followers, so please follow. No, no, no. Nah, 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 so follow, follow Zion on Twitter. Follow us all on Twitter. Subscribe to the pod. Rate review all that special shout to Le'Veon Bell for joining us this week until next time we'll see you guys later special thanks to our producer Alejandro De Jesus our associate producer and sound engineer Jasmine Plata production manager Chancel Correa talent booker Shanice Kelman director of talent relations Kristen Price Harrell manager of operations in LA our man Josh Dodd senior director of operations Jen Stewart very special shout out to my man Donnie Kwok for running the whole damn thing around here we'll see you next time